0: Hey everyone, welcome to a very extra special Christmas episode of WOSO Up. I'm your host, Brianna Roby-Arkenberg. Last week, my badass co-host, Massey Bowie, and I had the honor to talk to Racing Louisville FC head coach, Christy Holly. We had several interviews scheduled that week, and we weren't really sure when we would post this one, but we had some great conversation about the holidays and thought Christmas week would be perfect. So, without further ado, enjoy our exclusive interview with Coach Christy Holly. All right. I'd like to welcome Christy Holly, coach of Le- Racing Louisville. Oh, I almost said it wrong. I'm so used wow. to Louisville City. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Brianna,
1: this is a wow. women's soccer podcast. We're, we're not
2: allowed to edit this, by the way. No editing. We're getting <laughs> held on that one.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, coach, or shall I say manager of Racing Louisville
1: FC? Welcome.
2: Thank you so much, guys. How are we doing?
1: Oh, we're fantastic. How are you doing?
2: I'm all the better from uh, for hearing from you guys, particularly a little bit jealous that you got billies in front of you, but I uh, I followed proper order and ran downstairs and got myself a, a quick Guinness. So it's just settling as we speak.
1: Oh, perfection that fantastic. right there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so Christy, where in the world are you right now? We know you're traveling. Are you so, back home, where where are you these
2: days? Yeah, so right this very moment in time, I am uh, I'm in New Jersey. So, um, going—I'll I'll be back in Louisville next week. Um, at this point, from I guess from my appointment to now, I've spent ninety five percent of my time in Louisville. So, and that'll be the case again starting you know January. So, I figured I may as well check back in with the family, make sure they remember who I am. Um, <laughs> Did make, they make sure. remember
1: what you looked like?
2: Or were they did, very
1: confused?
2: Yeah, they kind of threw a couple of things at me and, and asked what I brought them back from Louisville, basically. And then once I, once I give that to them, they're like, all right, sweet, back to back to normal. So uh, oh, and then back to the normal routine, I was back with the dogs, and they're the ones that were glad to see me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like that's always the case. My dog, whenever I come home from anywhere, like it could have been a day or it could have been three weeks, she's always like, what would you bring me? Where are you? Like, where have you been? Why didn't you bring me anything? Why don't you have anything in your
2: hand for me? I think the dogs are the only people that like me in this house because what I do when I, I take the dogs first thing in the morning, like, set just before sunrise, I take them to the woods, and I don't put them on the leash, so I just let them go. And sometimes Chris, they'll come with me, and she has an absolute panic attack. She's like, "You haven't seen the dog for half an hour. Where's the dog? Like, oh, it? <laughs> That's how I, like I would be. <laughs> exactly. I think I'm the only person. I'm probably a very Man. irresponsible dog owner, but they they come back. They always make their way back to the car. They come back, kind of looking at me like, "If only you knew what we were just doing."
1: Guess um, where my mouth's been?
2: <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> now be like, I'm licking you all sorts of trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's oh, crazy. that's really? so funny.
2: Yeah, so it's all good. Yeah, so I'm back in Jersey anyway, and uh, like I said, I'll go back down to Louisville next week, and then I'm actually back here. There's quite a few of the our future players that uh, you know our, our current players, I guess at this point that we're saying that. We've <laughs> Either live in Jersey or um, we'll be training in Jersey. So, you know, we've arranged a couple of meetings with them next week as well.
1: Well, that's so, exciting. It's Great.
2: Yeah, that's, good, that's good. So, yeah, all is good. Where are you guys? Where are you guys right now in the world? <laughs> I mean,
0: well, I'm in Louisville um, because this is where I live. Um, mm-hmm. I was born and raised here. <laughs> um, yeah. Moved around a little bit. But, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Louisville
1: uh, with my family.
2: Love it. Love it. And I think I know where you are, but go ahead.
1: I'm in a cupboard under the stairs Is um, my fair? and, and <laughs> no, I'm in a, no, I'm just kidding. So Potter reference. A- Had to do it. Had <laughs> yep. to do it. Um, no, I'm a, uh, I'm in Denver right now for the next, uh, about a month or so. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be officially Jeez. in Louisville, which yay
2: Absolutely brilliant.
1: we're excited about that but yeah it's uh it was pretty nice here today in denver the snow finally melted from my patio and it's supposed to snow tonight so i'm kind of like ugh, really uh,
2: i do love a snow <laughs> okay. white christmas give it a white christmas
1: i mean i'm okay with that but mm-hmm. just not on my patio my patio is so hard to get the snow off of because it <laughs> doesn't see the sun very often yeah. uh, but it's all good but, yeah, I'm still in Denver, so it is uh, All right. finally 5 o'clock, so I feel good about having this drink. Yeah,
2: it's 5 um, o'clock <laughs> somewhere.
1: True. That is very true. Absolutely. Um, but, Christy, we would love to get a little bit of background on you, um, for those of you who don't know much about you. Ooh. So, where you, you don't sound like you're from the United States, so where are you from? <laughs>
2: Uh, where am I from? That's a million dollar question. All right. So, um, <laughs> so I'm from Ireland. I was born and raised in a, this is a long story. So cut me off when you fall. When I hear you snore, I'll cut it. I'll stop telling it. Um, <laughs> born and raised in Derry, which is in the north of Ireland. Um, at the age of, and I have three brothers and sister, a very com- extremely competitive family. Um, uh, if you didn't need our house, you didn't need it at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, I, I was very fortunate to be surrounded. Everybody's very competitive. Parents were very sporting and, and had a huge amount of success in their own sporting endeavors. And same with my brothers and sisters. Sisters won the Irish title, Irish karate title. Goodness, I don't know how many Whoa. times. Yeah, she's wow. she won the European title and, and finished number two in the world on two or three different wow. occasions. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So
1: she's That's, who you want on your team if you're going yeah. to a go bar and you That's, are getting in a fight with someone.
2: Until oh. our until, until four big brothers walk in. I'm the smallest of the big brothers. Um, <laughs> the rest of them are sitting at 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, so there's, oh they, I'm, the, I'm the shorty in the family, and I hear about it every time. Um, at the age of 10, my parents loved me so much that they put me on a bus in Derry, which was five hours away from the airport, and sent me to America to live with a family they'd never met or heard of before. Um, so I will tell you how <laughs> much my family actually probably did love me or hate me. But anyway, <laughs> long story short, I was, um, I was very fortunate that be part of it, swimming was my main sport growing up until I was a little bit into my teens. But I was quite successful swimming, uh, and where I grew up was um, there was a lot going on. There was the the troubles in the north of Ireland, where there was a lot of a lot of killings, a lot of bombings, a lot of murders, unfortunately. And I was given the opportunity to come to America and spend a month living at the Jersey Shore. Um, and truly, was, I flew into, <coughs> flew over to America by myself, um, landed JFK, got a big yellow school bus from JFK to New Jersey and was picked up at a firehouse by a random family who to this day are, uh, live probably a mile and a half from where Christy and I have a house. So that was oh, nice wow. to them. Yeah, so it's was very fortunate. I did that every summer now um, from age of 10 to the age of 20. I, at that point, I was playing soccer um, and various other sports um, at quite a high level. Swimming was still where I had a huge amount of success, with Irish titles, Irish records, um, and then graduated college in Liverpool, uh, and then I came over here. Um, and that was 2006, I believe I came over here, full-time. Uh, worked in Jersey, um, working with the youth teams. Uh, and to this day, I still work with youth teams. I spent the weekend on the field with them. Um, youth teams in the high school and the college, into pro, working with the reserve team, then the first team, assistant coach, head coach. Um, and then I was working with the full national team. And fast forward, I am now... Um, with Racing Louisville. I'm very fortunate to be.
1: That's awesome. That was a long one. No, that that wasn't as long as I... You made it sound like it was going to be me sitting through every single episode of Lord of the Rings and (laughs) The Hobbit. It and would, it wasn't that long, so thank you yeah. for
2: that. I think it would be like sitting through the first episode of Dairy Gares would be my life. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Oh, how funny that you went from Dairy to Jersey Shore, and like those those shows are quite similar in some ways. Yeah.
2: Oh my goodness don't ever do that to me don't ever <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I actually where we our house in Jersey is not terribly far from the Jersey shore but I have zero association with those people and <laughs> do we,
1: uh,
2: they do don't blame like you them. at all I feel yeah.
1: I feel like that's. I have some friends from that area as well and they're like yeah we'll we'll go to the Jersey shore every once in a while but not mm. when all those people are there they're like no
2: oh my goodness i it's, mean this it's, is it <laughs> It's scary. When I would go back, yeah. then, people would ask me where in America I was, or where I, you know, lived in America, and I would say, oh, "Have you ever heard of the Jersey Shore?" And they're like, "Yeah, the situation." <laughs> so I'm like, "No, no, no." no. <laughs> just just a <laughs> the north of there.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's well, that's what people think of when they hear it. Sometimes now, so yes,
2: absolutely, gosh, absolutely. But, Shame
1: on you, America. Why did you yeah. do this to us? I'm
2: just oh, no, don't try <laughs> me. down. no, the Jersey, the New <laughs> Jersey Shore has so much to offer. Amazing people oh, yeah. and. Uh, just there's a little blip of civilization that maybe got missed there when MTV showed up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't imagine oh, why gosh. they would try to show the craziest parts of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know but, yeah. we all watch different scenes, so I'm I'm as guilty as anybody.
1: <laughs> no, I mean I watched I used to go to uh Jersey parties in college during like the third season or something. Maybe it was the mm. second season. The, these guys that I was friends with and I played pickup soccer with, they were like, let's go watch the Jersey Shore. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, it's Jersey Get excited. Mm. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure.
2: You All name right. Shame those people.
1: <laughs> the what?
2: You should name and shame those people for, for calling it. I,
1: well, I have not spoken to a lot of them in probably eight years. So <laughs> it's okay. There's a reason that we no longer speak.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a valid reason
1: Oh, gosh. Well, I was also in college, so don't don't blame me for that. <laughs> I don't remember much of college anyway. Let's get real.
2: Yeah, listen, <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been there. Oh, absolutely.
1: Did I have a great time? Absolutely.
2: That's that's what it's all about. Can't hold that against you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Christy, we've got some questions from fans, and then some of these are ones that Brianna and I came up with, but... Um, one question that I thought was really good that I got a few times from different people was: Do you believe that star players should get leniency and "quote unquote" star treatment, or should they have to earn their spot um, or their starting spot like everyone else? You know,
0: yeah. we've
1: we've seen a lot of different things like that in in the NWSL on the national team. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah,
2: I, I don't I don't believe they deserve special treatment. I think every player, whether well, you're the The lowest paid in the team, or you're the highest paid in the team. I think they all bring equal value to the table, um, and deserve equal amount of respect. What I will say is that there's not one player in the NWSL that gets the respect that they deserve um, across the board. So I think that's for rather than talking about how we treat the star players differently to the maybe you know someone who came through a walk on try. I think the, the bigger conversation should be what more can we do to improve the. The resources and the experiences for every single player, um, you know, and and I think then we can then we can see how we treat the the players individually. I think one of the things when when I look at players, we do treat them differently, every single one, because every single one of us are different. But the standards and expectations are still the same for everybody in terms of how we behave, how we communicate with each other, how we treat each other, and and the level of respect we give to and the respect we try to gain back. Um, you know, and if I look at some of the players we have, um, and I've, from my own previous experiences with working with uh, various national team players, it's it's important for me. And I'll not say the player's name. Um, she's still playing in the league now. She had just so many demands on her um, during the Olympics that, in the build up to Olympics, uh, that, you know, they. They wanted her on TV. They wanted her doing this video shoot, this photo shoot, this, that. And then she was expected to be trained with us. So in that situation, I kind of pulled her aside and said, listen, you got to take, take the foot off the gas, slow things down. Um, and let's, let's talk about you. Let's look after what's best for you. So in that situation, yeah, she got treated a little bit differently, um, because her, her circumstances are different, but there was still, um, there was, there's was many non-negotiables in terms of the rules and the standards and expectations for players you know i i have so much admiration for these players but i think regardless if you've won a world cup or you you've, you've uh, you're dying to play for the national team you still have to show up you still have to work hard you still have to earn it um and if if i think if we didn't have a consistent standard on that um it would be very hard to hold people accountable and and push the level for everybody
1: you can't see me, wow. but I'm like clapping, like and I'm yeah. just like, go on, go on, let's go. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. And it was like the athlete was like, I'll just bring an endless answer. <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. I mean, I I that that mm-hmm. is the best type of mentality I think to have as as someone who is overseeing and managing these players, and that's mm-hmm. how you look at it. Like Oh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah, that's exactly
0: what I would want to hear from Mm-hmm. you know, the manager of my team. So yeah. know, it's, it's, it's like you read our minds or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no. we, did
1: not, we did not prompt him on these questions, guys. This is like, we I didn't know. tell him how to answer. He's answering.
2: I'm already um, like jittery waiting for the next one. But I think, you know, when we talk about <laughs> that, it's, it's you get players that come in that when things aren't going well, they need an arm around the shoulder. And there's other players that, that can take the constructive criticism. And it's, it's up to me to understand how we, manage them and speak to them in certain mm-hmm. situations and how we motivate them. But in terms of the how people behave and interact with each other and respect given to fans and and management and our human decency, that's just not up for debate. and you, you know, you maybe even say that the figureheads are expected to to adhere to that even more firmly than others just because they're the they're the role models and but, you know, I think it, it's try to be respectful of every situation, everybody's own personality and, and how they view things. And, you know, if I if, if we treated everybody in the world and, and spoke to everybody in the world the exact same, we'd end up robots and be a boring world. So. Yeah, no yeah, one, one
1: wants to live in it. that world. Trust yeah, me. No, just no, no be. thank you.
2: Just learn each other. Just learn each other and be respectful to each other and treat each other with real good human decency. That's that's just not up for debate.
1: I like it. That's what we like yeah, to that's hear. that's great.
2: What would you guys? Um, how would you do it?
1: <laughs> how would I do it? Yeah. Um, everyone has to bring me coffee every day, or you're kicked <laughs> off the team. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just you kidding. Roll them with the iron fist. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, bring me coffee, and everything will be fine. Because uh, no, you, I'm not <laughs> okay. fun without coffee.
2: So you you need that T-shirt. Don't talk to me until coffee. Don't talk to me until I've <laughs> had
1: at least like a pot and a half of coffee.
2: Um <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm up to a couple of coffees a day, which is scary. I, I swear yeah. I would not drink too many but it's early morning. It? Yeah. yeah. But that
1: it
2: last copy
1: of the day, it can definitely have a little something extra in it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this, well, it depends on the day. The first coffee uh, That's true. That's true. <laughs> but that's I didn't true. say that out loud, so uh, <laughs>
1: No No editing. We're not editing it out. No editing on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, it's tremendous. (laughs)
0: Well, uh, something that I would personally like to know, um, and actually my husband asked this question, um, what drew you to Louisville and made you want to come and coach here?
2: Um, So I'll, I'll be totally transparent when I, I spoke to james o'connor for the first time i didn't know if it was something for me um growing up as a kid i didn't say can't wait to live in louisville yeah um and i just to be and i'll never you know i'll not lie and not hide anything but now that, I, now that i'm there i absolutely love the place i love the people it's fantastic it's absolutely brilliant and i think it's actually one of the the, the kind of cities and states kentucky is one of the states that people can't sleep on um and i have yeah. you know when i'm selling it to players i I'm, I'm always trying to gear myself up and make sure I'm armed with the right information. So when in, going back to exactly what drew me here, um, it was probably the people. So, you know, I, I think when you, when you go through this whole conversation and, and, uh, I was speaking with James and Brad and John and they were pitching the club to me and naturally you expect them to say, we want to be the best in the world. We're going to be, we're going to treat people right. We're going to do this right. We're going to do that. Everybody's going to say that. So you can, you've heard that all before. So, we we got through the conversations for me the biggest part that really did appeal to me was the facilities are great the resources are awesome but it's the people um I don't know how many people here get to see you and interact with James O'Connor but James O'Connor is absolutely first class um and he was a key key piece behind um me making that decision i mean 30 seconds into speaking them for the very first time i'd I'd never met james before i spoke to him in february and he asked me about my family and i thought god damn that's a sucker you got me good there (laughs) right he got me so good but then you know i got down there i got to see and actually you know i touched some of the things that they said would happen and that reinforced to me that the ambition was there but it was just you know speaking to john speaking to brad speaking to you know Basically James and I are living in each other's pocket on a daily basis. People like Davina, a lot of people that may not get the mate, you know, um Brittany, Evan, Jonathan, they all Jonathan, they all care about the club and they care about the community. Um and to me that's the type of project that it's an honor to be part of. Now, there's real expectations to make an impact not just in the not just in the club, but in the and not just in the city, but we're talking statewide, nationwide, worldwide, and that's it's it's nice to be part of that. But the the key factor for me is it's just the people, um, and b- being able to grow something with people that are like minded. I mean, when we sit here, our one of the first things we did was we took a few steps back and said, "Let's establish the the, the vision of the club and the and the mission statement for the club." So for for me, the, the vision's where we want to be. The mission's How we want to get there, and I'll I'll even tell you this will round out why this club to me is so important. And I I would say this even if I was not involved, um, it's to be a world-class football club that lifts trophies at the highest level, as well as the spirits of the fans and the community. So everything continually goes back to the community. Um, So you know that that's the vision, that's what we want to do, and that's what we're working towards. But while we're doing that, it's it's ensuring that we're just. I feel so fortunate to be surrounded by so many really fantastic first class people
1: insert applause here jeez <laughs> such a good answer Gosh, <laughs> I'm, I know, like, I'm like blown a- away by that that's like these answers are just fantastic
2: well i mean listen I you, think- you guys know that di- sorry go ahead i apologize
1: and that's
0: okay. I was just gonna say. I think uh, James O'Connor has been coaching you because it sounds like what I've heard James <laughs> O'Connor say too. <laughs> like, and that's what I, that's what brought us into loving Louisville City. And then mm. when I heard about racing, I was like, "Yep, I'm all in." Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why.
2: So James James is brilliant, and and you guys know Brad, and I hope you guys have at some point met or interacted with John, who's um one of the majority owners or sorry, that's, that's almost uh oxymoron, right? And one of the majority owners. Um, <laughs> so John, John Lease is is the majority owner. Um, James and I, I mean, I, we're, all, we're in each other's office every five minutes and on the phone to each other, you know, when we're here and on Zoom. Um, and I said to, to Christy when I, when I was moving down there, I said, I, you know, I really, really like James. I think he's, a, he's, he's really fair, he's honest, he's direct. Which I love. And I said to Chris, they joked, they said, him and I will have a couple of blowouts. Like, it'll be good. We're going to. And then, and then I got to know him even more. There'll be, there'll be no such thing. Like, I think to a lot of people, he's very serious and, and stern, but he actually loves a good laugh. Um, but he wants to work hard. He wants to achieve things. So he's just, he's brilliant. Um, and the same thing goes to Brad. They're just, they're so warm. They're so motivated and driven, not only to be successful, but, I think the see people be successful and that's, that, that's important, you know? So, um, Definitely. Yeah, they're, they're key P they're, 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 that's the re to go back to the very start. That's the reason that, that I'm there is because of the people.
1: That's a good answer. I mean, yeah. we like the people there.
2: Yeah. That's,
1: <laughs> the fans, I mean, from what I've interacted, from who I've interacted with, mm-hmm. you know, in the front office and, you know, with you as well, like I, I've, I like to think that you and I've gotten to know each other over Twitter and just chatting and stuff and I like I appreciate that and you know and it's you and I both uh, Yeah, thank you. Oh, so even, even
2: even the fans like yeah. that, like I, and you know one of the frustrations, and this isn't anybody's fault; it's it's COVID. But we just haven't been able to get out and do the things that we want to do. I mean, actually, it's all of,
1: your fault, It's All think, your fault.
2: <laughs> listen, there's some days where I feel like if a grey cloud comes out, it's actually my fault. So I'll take I'll take COVID <laughs> on the chin. I'll take it on the chin. Um, no. <laughs> but uh, no, it's 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 amazing. Like, when we went down there for the the presentation and got to meet um, some of the fans, it was fantastic. But I think the biggest frustration we have, but again we shouldn't really be frustrated by it because it's the least of you know worries in the grand scheme of things it's mm-hmm. just that we haven't been able to have as much interaction in person with fans you know you would think at a christmas time you might have a christmas party and you might get to engage with them but you know everybody has to play their part in ensuring that we can absolutely make it better,
1: right? absolutely and you know you I, like i said i think you've done a fantastic job particularly i mean i can only speak for myself and i've feel like i've gotten you know got your ear. If I need to ask you something, you're, mm. you're there to help answer it. And I appreciate that oh, immensely. Course, and I know other people do, um, as well, because I've asked you questions that people have asked and I'm like, Hey, what's a good answer for me to give? Because yeah. I don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a good question. And I've thought of it too. And I was like, you know what, I'll just, I'll ask oh, him. Like, I don't have, he's, you're not, you're not a scary Guy, by any stretch of the imagination, I mean, actually, no, y'all. Christy Holly is the scariest person I've ever interacted with.
2: I've been called worse. not
1: approachable at all. He's that not is. approachable, he's he's not very nice. He he just really doesn't like to help and answer
2: questions. No, I've been called a lot worse than that, so keep, keep, calling, keep calling. I've seen. I've seen some people I've never met absolutely abuse me online I thought oh, that's oh gosh. <laughs> yes. well, but, uh, we don't
1: li- we don't like trolls here we we've had uh, several conversations about that and that's you know I I to anyone that says anything about it I'd be like have you actually ever had a conversation with the guy cuz right he's so nice oh, listen, um, it's,
2: it's not you know that social media is just it's it's oh, very the worst but um you know it's it, it's a fantastic platform for people to have Conversations and educational uh, conversations. I see some of the 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 the, um, the abuse that some of the players get at different points. I'm like, uh. that it's so misguided and so unfair on the players. It is, um, but you know, I guess uh, that's the world we live in. So you just yeah. But on people. the
1: on the flip side of that, social media. Like i I've gotten to know you through social media. So thank. Mm-hmm. So I'm very thankful for social media during this COVID world we live in. Um. It which I
2: don't, a great purpose.
1: yeah, which I don't know if you and I would have have been able to build the, the mm-hmm. relationship that you and I have had COVID not happened. I don't know if we would have that. Oh, for um, sure. yeah, so, right. so yeah, so I mean, there's there's good and bad to social media, as we all know, but uh,
2: um, yes. oh, I but, listen, I, I go on there and there's I love interacting, and you know, even when my time sky blue and hopefully Clyde and I would the same, like I. I the fans are a key piece of everything we do. I mean, truthfully, without yeah. fans, we're nothing. And and I think sometimes that can be overlooked, and I, I want to do my best and, and be as engaged. And sometimes you can't, and sometimes you can, but social media allows that. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's, it's fantastic. And I think I saw a thing today, might have been yesterday, that, that uh, Lisa tweeted out, uh, Lisa Baird, the commissioner, tweeted out. Yeah. That the, the NWSL and then the um, WNBA is leading – leading the way in the top 5 major sports in America yes. for fan engagement. Yeah. And fan engagement on
1: social media. Yeah, the NWSL is above everybody by so much and I think that's that's great for the league, that's great for racing. I, you know, mm-hmm. it's great for women's soccer, it's great for women's sports. Like you can go so right. many directions with that, but it, it is incredible. But picking. yeah, speaking of women's sports, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we saw that there is Open tryouts coming soon um, in January. Yeah. So what are you looking for at these open tryouts?
2: So open tryouts um, to every club mean different things. Um, to me personally, um, and I don't know if it's it's I'm the only one in the league, but I, I really, really enjoy going through open tryouts. When I was at Skybury, I signed three players through open tryouts. Now It's a very difficult, hard process, and it's very tough for players to um, – to get through but you know my hope is that we can identify a player through open Triads. we we've already done some invitational stuff and we got players on our shortlist from that and and the hope is that the open triads will will give a an opportunity for some players to step up and showcase what they can do because there's there's so many layers missing in the women's game um, mm-hmm. that unless you can make the jump from college to pro you end up getting lost in the shuffle somewhere in between. Um, yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad player, or you're I'm not a bad player, but just uh you're not you're not good enough for the NWSL. It just means at that period in time you didn't get noticed. So that's a that's what we're looking for through um, through the the uh, tryouts, and we're hoping that we can maybe find a player that with a bit of development can really make an impact for racing.
1: Awesome, um, and you mentioned invitational tryouts, so I'll go into that. How how did those go? And then, what, if anything, can you tell us about those tryouts? Should we be expecting to see anyone from that in a racing kit come, whenever the the new Challenge Cup starts? <laughs> I don't know what that date is yeah. yet, but
2: <laughs> yeah, we were are still working on that date ourselves. Um, I don't mean racing; I just mean across the Cross But uh, oh, yeah. First- First and foremost, I hope you have your cleats ready. Both of you should be down there. Um, so, invitational. <laughs> we, we, I think, um, <laughs> I think everything in the everything when we come into Landovisell is compliance and do what the people next to you did and, and just fit in. And as you guys know, I don't think the the uh, from the management to owners to to myself, I don't think that's the ambition of the club. So we decided let's go with an invitational idea and and let's kind of get ahead of her, get ahead of the uh, the curve here and see what we can do. So the invitational idea was something I don't think it's been done in the NWL. Let's just bring players in, get a look at them, and, and and see who's available. So it was actually fantastic, and I think when I spoke to quite a few of the players, there was many that spent time playing, you know, different experiences playing with the uh, Thorns. Uh, over with the rain, and um, there's a few in there actually that played in the, the challenge or not challenge cup, tea, the fall series with the pride. Um, mm-hmm. so, what it did, it just gave us an opportunity to build out the short list immediately. It was, you know, it was November uh, one and two. Um, and then, what we'll do from that list is we'll, we'll cut it down again. And between the, the players that we filtered out through that, that we felt are worth another look. And then the players from the tryouts that we feel that can make it to the next level, we'll pull them together um, one more time before the season starts or before preseason starts, and uh, see what we can get from that. Uh, but there's a lot of talented players in there that deserve an opportunity, and it's it's up to us to see see if we can identify them.
1: Nice, that's really exciting, and thank you for sharing that with us. Um,
2: cool. Because I
1: don't I don't think there's ever been like an invitational tryout from any other club either in the years that I've watched the NWSL and have yeah. had friends that, um, you know, played in that weird mix of level that you're talking about that, you yeah. know, didn't make the jump from yeah. college to pro and kind of, you know, fell, I don't want to say fell off, but kind of fell into obscurity for the time being. So um, it's, it's yeah. yeah, no, that's so cool. And I, I'm excited. I will say, uh Jillian Fisher, who we interviewed um mm-hmm. earlier this month, she <sighs> she and I both were like, We would come to open tryouts if they knew that we were coming to film it and prove how hard it is, because we both know that we are not anywhere in <laughs> shape to be
2: played. You know what? That would be absolutely tremendous. I actually sent Jillian a message because the video that she did.
1: Oh, oh my so funny.
2: I, I had to send her a message. I was like and I I don't think I've met Jillian before, um, but she's such a lovely girl. But I sent her a message and said I was genuinely laughing out loud when she did the, um, the expansion draft video.
1: Oh, okay, I, it was yeah. so great. We oh, hit, wow. were talking about what she was going to say because I was on Instagram with her and then texting and facetiming her that whole night. <laughs> and that she's she's a treat, and she has gotten to be a good friend of mine. So, oh, um, awesome.
2: if anything ever comes from women's sport and, and women's soccer, look at that. It's amazing. I and, and just yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was. I, I said there. You genuinely made me laugh. For what it's worth, you made me laugh out loud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll. I will. Yeah, I'll talk to her because if if racing is okay with it, we would totally both come, and put on our boots, and make complete fools of ourselves to prove how hard it is. Because people <laughs> downplay women's sports all the time.
2: Oh, absolutely! I think we will. um Or something at some
1: point, sometime. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, one hundred percent. We definitely want to do that. Where's Jillian? Is she in? in she's not in. She's the world, in. Right? She's in.
1: Uh, she's in the northeast. Pennsylvania. She's no. Oh, my gosh. Is she in Massachusetts? She's close to Boston. Okay. I think.
2: Yeah, well, I, I, we have to get her down to uh, oh. relocate her and get her down to the great city.
1: She will yeah, She will definitely sure. be coming to at least if, as long as there's fans allowed. Um, she and I have already talked about her coming down to, to a yeah. game for sure.
2: Oh, that's tremendous. Um, that's there. great.
1: She's fantastic. We we really enjoy yeah. her.
2: Oh, my God. she Like I said, not only was it very funny, but it was well put together. So I had <laughs> – I had a genuine good laugh at it, so. You should have
1: uh, seen her. Fa- her, I think it was the summer.
2: Challenge She did one.
1: one. She did for the challenge cup, and then she did one for the fall series as well.
2: Um,
1: she's she's done some really fun. But the expansion draft one.
2: Oh, uh, that's the best was,
1: one. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> quality yeah, was,
1: quality content.
2: I'm not a I'm not a big LOL texter, but when someone genuinely makes me laugh out loud, I'll text them and say. You actually made me laugh out loud. That's how good it was. So I
1: love it. I love it.
0: um so kind of keeping in line with um the tryouts and everything i'm kind of interested um in the uh, academies um because my son is in the academy and we have some friends whose daughters are in the academy Mm -hmm. um and i know that um like Lou city and both of the academies are very like attack minded um and i'm kind of wondering if if racing if you're planning on taking racing in that same direction um as far as um uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like your style of play.
2: Okay. Oh, that's a great use of... So um, the academy's first class, isn't it? The, you've been down, obviously, to the uh, training facility. And they you, are great. How great is it when you... <laughs> I was laughing with James. I looked down River Road and I saw about... 50 cars blocked up, um, with the headlights all trying to get into the facility. I thought that's a great problem to have. Just kids yeah. running around the field traffic in the road, all trying to get there. Um, so, and I, I try to get down there once or twice a week, um, when I get the chance. But I think th- to your question, yeah, there's, there's a DNA that'll be consistent throughout the whole club. Um, there's a culture model that we've designed, um, that we've been working on and we've, we've implemented that'll be consistent and, and, Your own children will be, um, will be made well aware of the same standards that are expected of professional players. And I don't mean in terms of punctuation, you know, just in terms of how we behave as humans and interact with one another and and how we represent the club. Uh, And on the field, that would be a consistent theme as well. You know, there's definitely going to be games where we have to make some tactical, um, decisions and change approaches based upon the opposition or the players available to us. But for the most part, there's going to be a real level of consistency in the approach that you see from the club from the first team right down to the youngest uh, kids team, and that's something that's it's uh, very important for us because, again, as you transition from team to team, from age group to age group, coach to coach, well, there, are, there are certain principles that we want to be uh, we want to be consistent that allows those transition periods to be smooth uh, and allows for maximum growth as the players move through the, the age groups.
0: That's so excellent to hear. I have a, a one-year-old daughter who oh, she is, um, I'm already planning on, she's going to be a racing player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know.
2: You, You've got the dates for the tryout. right?
0: Yeah, yeah. She'll be there.
2: Why, like, don't be late. Don't be late. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, I just, I really like hearing that about the future of the club um, because I think that's important uh, to look at. Um, you know, we're excited about having uh, the, the teams now, but looking into the future and how the club can help the community and the the kids in this community and um, looking forward, I think is, is important as well.
2: Oh, without it. I mean, that's it. We're we're hoping long term There's a homegrown rule within the NWSL, similar to what you have in the MLS. So we're really invested. I mean, we have a meeting twice a week, once a week, sorry, at the moment, it was twice at the start, just with, with everything um, going on with the team. It, it's um, we're not able to meet as often as we'd like but we meet with the academy directors the, the coaches and we're designing a couple of programs that'll be rolled out um, probably February March time so it's it, the academy is so important to us um, I've done a couple of sessions down there James O'Connor's actually on the field as we speak down there coaching um, because as I as I kind of said to some, it's many of the kids that were there said, I, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know your families, what your position is, what you like, what you don't like. I want to, you know, I want to be able to see some of the girls and the boys and and know them by their name. Um, and just for, for us, it's a there's a bigger there's there's two pieces. There's a a, a soccer piece which is from a developmental standpoint and and growing out um, things within the within the club so the players can move through the the uh, pathway. But then from a family standpoint, it's really important that we grow like the club and, and grow like the community so that we can impact as many different uh, demographics as possible. Awesome. Love hearing that.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's exciting.
1: That's fantastic. Um, so kind of transitioning because it is the time of year where we're mm-hmm. all, Um, you know, doing things for the holidays. Do you have any fun plans for the holidays, um, or any like fun holiday traditions from Ireland that you do with your family now?
2: Um, so that's a brilliant question. It's probably, probably eat and drink too much. Um, I'm joining your family. (laughs) Oh, join the gang. I'll tell you what, it's, it's a unique bunch of people. I will tell you that much. Um, (laughs) So, Christmas traditions. Normally, I go home to Ireland, um, but this year I'll not be going home due to COVID, which is a real shame because we get the first grandchild coming into the family. Mm-hmm. But we, um, so we will, will be turning it up here in New Jersey. Um, we did our first real Christmas tradition, which was pick the pick the tree. And we all go out, pick the tree, and then we. Um, I'm really sorry, ready. <laughs> I've, I've been. I've, Riley's come pardoning.
1: Hey, <laughs> so, Riley. So
2: they hello. Hi. <laughs> hello. <laughs> How are you? Sorry.
1: <laughs> we'll interview you next. Okay. You're.
2: You're next. Yeah. You said. For what? for the for interview but they said in the oh. meantime you need to get out of this room as quick as possible okay sorry <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry definitely that blame you i apologize I was just trying to find out <laughs> where mom wasn't I'm like I'm, I'm trying to give you the answer i was writing as i as i answered the question I was right on a piece of paper um funny. <laughs> so, our christmas traditions i'll not be home to ireland unfortunately which is a real bummer but um we went out and picked the tree last uh Two days ago, three days ago, um, we decorated. We watched the elves. We decorated. The girls were like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll decorate." it's So awesome! And then we turn on the elf, and then they just go quiet. And Christy and I usually throw trees on the light. Uh, trees on lights, lights on trees. Lights on the lights tree. On the tree. And, yeah, that's that's <laughs> how big <laughs> that's how big the lights are around here. We threw them on. Oh, wow. And, um, wow. Then, <laughs> oh, all right. Wait right over Christmas, Christmas morning, I'll jump in the ocean. Um, which I'll. I'll regret greatly, but I'll do that. And then it's just family <laughs> and friends, really, at that point, you know, spend as much time. Um, Reese uh, is is fascinated by the Elf on the Shelf. So we still, you know, every day it's making sure that the elf is um, watching oh her gosh. and she's well behaved and <laughs> um, it keeps everybody on their toes. So, oh
1: goodness, how what old mean, are Riley
2: and Reese? How old are they? So, are? Riley, uh, Riley is 15, she just turned 15, um, and Reese is 10 years old. And okay. they're the, most, they're the most amazing girls you could come across are absolutely brilliant and uh, big, die hard racing fans. And,
1: oh, good, uh, they count <laughs>
2: down there. So, it's it's awesome. What about you guys? What, um, what's the Christmas plans?
0: Oh. Well, I have a ten year old also. My son's ten and then uh my daughter's one, like I said. So mm-hmm. we're just uh gonna spend time at home. Um which uh, you know, this year kinda is different. We usually get to see our extended family and everything, mm-hmm. but we won't this year. Yeah. Um but one of our one of our traditions is uh on Christmas Day we get Chinese for dinner dinner and we watch okay. Edward Scissorhands. Hands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's okay. quite an
1: interesting one. I like that. Yeah. Okay, that's wild. I love that. I mine are super boring just because I um my family is all over the place now. So mm-hmm. I have a brother in Mississippi, a brother and new sister in law in California, and then my parents are in Scotland. Um, okay, they will be back. I want to say they're going to be back in Mississippi for Christmas, but um, mm-hmm. I I don't know if they're. It depends on how whatever the world says they can and can't do. If they can come back, they will. But I haven't actually spent a Christmas with my family um, and them in probably seven years. But um, no, I mean, it's fine. It's because I move around so much and I Mm -hmm. am a little bit of a nomadic hippie in that sense. Um, But my, (laughs) my partner, we don't have any crazy traditions. We usually like, we'll try to make it through Christmas Eve without opening each other's gifts. But
2: <laughs> I think we made it to
1: Christmas morning, like one year. Um, and then we usually, we used to go to see like a movie on Christmas day. That's like, and my family did that for years too. A we would go to the theater. People do that. They do the
2: it's, movies. Yeah. yeah. Mine too. <laughs> Movings on Christmas day, going Never to a movie.
1: That. So, that, so you have
2: to answer me, You have to answer this one for me. Yeah. The only in America that I've noticed this. why do people open presents on Christmas Eve? Santa doesn't come till Christmas. Well,
1: It's because my parents, at least how my parents always explained it to me is that Santa wouldn't have enough room to put things under the tree. If we didn't open presents on Christmas Eve, um, or I, we would be at another, <laughs> that was, that was the thing. Um,
2: I just didn't get enough presents for that to be a problem, I guess.
1: <laughs> I was, I was a very fortunate, very blessed child growing up. And, um, but then like, as I got older, it was because we went to extended family's house on Christmas yeah. Eve. So we would open, um, okay. presents there and, and it, you know, they tried to spread out cause my birthday is three days after Christmas. So they try to spread out when I get presents as much as possible. Um, because it's got you know no no wrapping paper that is Christmas related for my birthday. So what day
2: you your birthday was? I'm the twenty eighth. The twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Okay, I'm the twenty first, so I always got the <laughs> oh, yeah yeah we'll get you we'll get you Christmas. That's
1: my birthday.
0: mom's birthday. No, way. so I mean <laughs> yeah. she's either
2: she's either Sagittarius or Capricorn. She's
0: she's Capricorn. She, no, she's Sagittarius. My sister's birthday is the twenty second. She's Capricorn, um, and I'm a Sagittarius. Also, my birthday was the
2: fourth. <laughs> Oh, get it really? Not a lot of December wow. birthdays. All right, March was a busy month. Okay, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> right, right. right. No,
1: um, <laughs> yeah. Christmas is. I, I. She, my mom has always been so good about that to make sure I never have anything yeah. wrapped in Christmas paper for my birthday. And my poor, my poor fiance. She, we have Christmas, our anniversary, and my birthday all within that three day period. Oh,
2: what were you <laughs> thinking? What was she thinking? Getting it all one <laughs> it's, it's a mortgage payment that month. <laughs> right. It, I phenomenal. tell her I'm like,
1: I'll I was like, I'll I'll take care of the mortgage this month, honey. You just <laughs> you just buy me something nice. Ah, that's
2: amazing. <laughs> that's a, oh that's awesome. That's really nice though.
1: Yeah, yeah. So are there are there any traditions that you've picked up on here that you that are interesting? You know, we mentioned the going to the movies. Um yeah. So my my host
2: family, who um, who's the family I stayed with from the age of ten to twenty, they they would typically go to the movies on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't every year, but I find that one a bit different because I was like, "What are the movies even doing open on Christmas Day?" But um, <laughs> a
1: lot of I movies see, come out that
2: day. I know, and I've noticed, and I've started to notice that. In fairness, it was just something. In Ireland, like nothing, nobody works Christmas Day. It's it's home, it's family, it's non-commercial. It's it's be around your friends and family. This uh, is probably, America. Uh, no, I, I know, I know. I've I've sort of noticed a couple of times. And hey, listen, I choose to be here, so I love it. Um, let me see. So the big thing for back home is the big tradition we have back home is turkey and ham and, and potatoes and stuff and for your Christmas dinner. Like the question would be what's on your Christmas dinner table. And it's usually very consistent, minus, you know, two or three things may change. Whereas that is the Thanksgiving dinner here. Mm-hmm. So I think I've I've actually only spent one Christmas here in America, believe it or not. So this will be my second Christmas. And I was really taken back by um I remember the first Christmas about ten years ago. They they served lasagna i thought <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, it's what where's, <laughs> the, where's the turkey so that one was different um i do we do the the 12 days of christmas sing song um i mm-hmm. do like that they do that that's pretty fun but usually christmas christmas eve and christmas day are typically my two favorite days of the year every year it's, it's it's the best time of the year we back home my um quite a few years ago unfortunately my grandfather passed away on, on uh, christmas eve and uh, i have in one side of the family i think it's 54 cousins oh, all, wow. all under the age of 36 um so we would actually and there's a lot of very talented soccer players and and sports people in that side of the family so we uh, we would always play a 6v6 christmas eve game um and <laughs> It, sometimes Christmas got ruined, but it got ruined for good reasons because of those games. But uh, it was definitely uh, that was that's a tr- tradition I'll miss probably the most is the uh, is the, game, the the soccer game that we play before on Christmas Eve. We all go to church, go, and then everybody would race back to their homes, get their get their gear on, and get playing soccer and see who would uh, complain first. Wow, that sounds
1: yeah. fun. Well, I'm
0: sure. You and Christy and the kids can have like a a little match in the yeah, backyard.
2: Or something. It'll, be, it'll be three v one as they team up against me as usual. <laughs> yeah. but, um, Y'all should I'll, do I'll like.
1: Y'all should do like horse, but like you know, with with shots on goal. You know, if you make it, you got to make it from the same area instead of basketball.
2: I actually like that idea. It's not I'm, a buy. I, I, I might. I just thought to of that. that. That's. I like your heads out there. We we oh, might have know. to do that. It's we, competitive, we, we, so yeah. I think there's a little bit of competition in this house. That's that's probably one thing. that's not up for debate. There's oh my, everybody has to win.
1: <laughs> okay. That's yeah, no. I my my house was the same. I I remember I was like 4 and I wasn't running fast enough on the soccer mm-hmm. pitch and my dad was like, "Run faster. I'm going to throw this ice on you." And I got ice <laughs> thrown on me to make me run faster.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, uh, it's great.
1: I mean, <laughs> it's I laugh about it now. I hated it back then, but oh you know.
2: My. I I mean, I think when we played one of these games, my uh my brother, God love him, he hit a hit a horrendous uh tackle. He, it playing playing back home it broke his leg in three places, a couple of different surgeries and, oh no. and stuff. So this was years ago, but anyway, so he comes back and he's playing in the Christmas game and, you know, listen, we're here to win. So I take him out on his his, his permanent <laughs> ankle and yeah, he didn't talk to me on Christmas Day. And looking <laughs> back looking back he probably is he, probably right not too but I was like, Well, listen, we won, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Exactly. As long as you win, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like all all spare yeah. in love and
2: yeah, war love and, and war. Love
1: and war, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, he he can still walk and we still won, so it's all good.
1: Hey, <laughs> no no harm, no foul. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, Christy, we've come to a section that we call "Run Quickly with Us," coined oh. by Brad Estes. Oh well, um, God! I know he he was when he said that. I was like, "Damn it! Why didn't I come up with that first? <laughs> oh bothered me so much. No, but I told him I would give him credit right. every time we do it. Um, um, so five questions. The first thing that comes to mind, some of them aren't the first thing that comes to mind because they're pretty mm-hmm. funny, but that's okay. Um, so I'll go first. What is your favorite vacation spot?
2: Uh, Puerto Rico. We go to a place called Rincon in Puerto Rico, which um, this will be the first year I've missed it in quite some time. because a preseason, um, but that is absolutely just, a slice of paradise.
1: Nice. Oh, so or,
2: else, or else, a little place in the state of Ireland called Ackle Island, which is the most westerly part of Ireland, and it's wind and rain. It's family. It's brilliant. So that's the two options. Love it.
1: Yeah.
2: What about you? Favorite.
1: Oh, favorite <sighs> vacation spot.
2: <sighs> yeah. I'm going to put you on the clock as well. Five. Uh, so <laughs> four, three. To Lynn Family Stadium. Come on, said Disney too. World. <laughs> oh, there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs>
1: See, I love, I'm 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 a giant five year old at heart, Disney World. Especially now that Star Wars is there. Like come on.
2: It's mm, good. You're a year older than me. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> course, am? I, yeah. <laughs> at heart. <laughs> oh, at heart. Oh,
1: yes. At heart, yeah. So I'm go. I'm the boss and you have to listen to me. That's what you're yeah.
2: saying. Game on. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: all right so um my question is do you like tea and if so what is your favorite kind of tea
2: uh two milk or two milks one sugar two sugars and milk and uh barry's tea bags are the best so um okay i do love love a cup of tea i'll have a cup of tea and toast before bed most nights um absolutely love it and when i'm during the day just because of the the kind of fast paced lifestyle it's probably more <laughs> coffee but uh in the yeah. evening you can't beat a cup of tea a wee cuppa a wee cup. Of a it's wee cup. yeah <laughs> <That's
1: so> funny <laughs> tea it. is good i i usually Go take on. mine iced and sweet though i'm a true uh, southerner
2: uh, i'm a true southerner it. you it's know, funny I, I found out about that the the the, the, the sweet southern tea i guess uh-huh. um <laughs> And I'd never heard obviously being from Ireland, never heard of it. And I think it was when I was coaching at Sky Blue, one of the players said you gotta try it, and it turned out it was absolutely brilliant. So
1: Yeah. I'll make some, don't worry. I make my mom has this special recipe that she does, so I'll make yeah, some. I love it.
0: That's fantastic. when uh,
1: when I'm down there. Yeah. Um okay, so this next question is a little yeah. bit loaded and a little that's bit there. of a just hear it out first. Yes, so have you ever done a beep test? If yes, yes how far did you get? And is it farther than Christy has ever
2: gone? <laughs> oh, that is a heavy hitter. So, um, brilliant. Yes. Done many beat tests. Um, Oh, Christy just, came, just closed the door. I would have shouted out at everyone's there one second. see. I, uh, I was fortunate when I was growing up swimming was my main sport. So when I was doing the beat test, I was usually swimming, uh, and my resting heart rate. And some people may not may or may not believe this was actually, um, 37. So I, oh yeah, I was very, very fit. Um, so, I don't know how it converged back at this point, to be honest, but the last one I did, I got to 130, 139, I think it was, which I think maybe equates to um, level 13, I believe. Okay. So that was one thing I was lucky with, but Christy, <laughs> oh, she's disappeared. <laughs> she knows it's about the bleed test. Um, <laughs> 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 she no matter what i've done she's i wouldn't even get in the conversation she no matter what i've done she is better and i'll be the first person to admit so um uh, <laughs> yeah she she's pretty special so she's she's got me beat on that but the the good old beat test is it's uh, torment torment yep. out of <laughs> yep not a
1: fan not a fan
2: <laughs> i haven't met someone yet <laughs> like it, but it's got to be done There's i liked it when i
1: when I was like younger, mm. I liked them because I was really fast. So I was like, "Oh, this is easy. I got mm. this." And then, you know, I hated it after I was like, you know, dry mm-hmm. heaving, and I was done. <laughs> Ugh.
2: There's, I'll, I'll, I will admit, there's a, there's a little bit of a, a crazy part of it. Likes the grind of it. Um, I've oh, done, yeah. I've done quite a few marathons, and I love the part where you get in a, a, little bit of a zone, and you just gotta, you just gotta work through it.
1: That runner's high. Mm-hmm. Nothing it. beats it. Nothing beats it.
2: Hard to beat. I was, I was trying. In my to, opinion. In my opinion. Was, oh, yeah. Listen, there's, well, the pint of Guinness I have probably beats it, but um, I was trying to entice Christy in there to find out what her number was, but she's, I think she's avoiding me because it's <laughs>
1: Oh, she needs to answer. It's it's no
2: fun if she doesn't answer. I know. I'm trying not to make a distraction <laughs> on here, but I know she's still around here somewhere.
0: <laughs> you can always let yeah. us know later. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll
2: get an answer on that one. Yeah. The is better than mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, okay. So um, my next question is, what is your favorite sport other than soccer?
2: Mm, that's a million-dollar question. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh it's a it's a toss up between swimming, rugby and hurling. So everybody knows swimming and rugby, probably few know hurling and I'm gonna say hurling. Hurling is probably my uh probably my favorite sport. It's really it, it's kinda like um it's a little bit like violence with rules. Um Yeah. It, if if anybody does, or does not know it, doesn't know it's the fastest uh, field sport on the in the world. Uh, I played it right up until I left Ireland. It is extremely skillful. It's beyond skillful. Um, you, I mean, you cannot play the game and not expect to get hurt. You can. You there's there's a lot of in the ethos of the game, which is the honesty. There's not one player that gets paid. On the biggest day of the year, they play in front of eighty five thousand people, and they get up and go to work the next morning. Um, and it is you never trade teams where you're born is where you play, and that's there's a lot to be oh, said wow. for that. It's, that's well, that's cool. It's, it's legit. It's, and it's for that reason that you could be the best player born in the worst little village. And if that's, that's where you're born, that's replay. And there's a lot to be said for that. Oh,
1: that's so, cool. I like that a yeah. lot, actually.
2: Should, you should definitely, yeah. it. you know, it's a great sport. It's a tremendous, it's very, it's, it's played in Ireland and it's, it's just tremendous to watch.
1: So I guess I'm gonna have to go to Ireland to watch this because that sounds yes. amazing. Book that ticket.
2: Book that ticket. I will
1: I will when I'm in Scotland, I'll make a trip over to Ireland and it'll be Yeah. That's, it's
2: right across the way.
1: Just just a hop skip.
2: A hop skip and a jump.
1: <laughs> yep. Um okay, so last question on this. Mm-hmm. I hear the dogs. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be?
2: Cheese toasties cheese toastie nice. so i know you guys call it grilled cheese but you got to make it the right oh. way oh yeah um, how do you uh, make cheese. it so you got to butter both sides you don't you can't i've seen it put on top of a uh, oh my god this is, good. <laughs> this is good. Uh, it's tremendous! <laughs> apparently Luggy likes it and Riley's shouting at it so um grilled cheese you got you got to put it in the sandwich maker or panini maker as you guys call it over here um and you got to butter both sides. You got to put a little bit of mayo inside, and you got to go with uh, a blend of of monster cheese and um, cheddar.
1: Yes, I'm gonna I'm a, oh, I'm going to try that. I
2: I'm going to have to try that because I. I will, oh, it, and it goes great with uh, a big pint of milk, unless you're lactose intolerant. Oh. So.
1: You know, I usually do mine with tomato soup and dip it. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh my god! Oh my so. god! That's, I don't know yeah. why. That's that's.
2: You, you gotta you gotta make sure the bread's nice and toasted like oh crispy. yeah uh, oh that, yeah that's what you can't do i've seen people do it like on a i guess a, a pan frying pan i guess of some sort and yeah i'm not a big fan of, i'm not a big fan of that. So you gotta gotta get butter Cast eggs, iron. Get yeah you gotta,
1: yeah
2: but that would be my that would be my go-to
1: if you could only eat the one thing for the rest every, of your life it would be that every meal breakfast,
2: breakfast lunch and dinner i think the, the obesity that i would suffer from would be <laughs> challenging, tremendous but, But you know what? Well, not if you're running
1: the beep test, you'll be fine. But I would
2: actually enjoy every meal. I will not lie about that. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is great. That is great. Um, Okay, I'm a fan of that. I will. I will take that answer. Um, Okay. So this this next question. This is our last question. Okay. Um, So you're on a cross country road trip and you mm. can have one audiobook or podcast to listen to the entire time and you can only have three people with you now these oh. people can be dead or alive fictional or real who are you taking and why and what podcast or book are you listening to
2: this is tremendous oh my god I, I <laughs> you should back, have expected this but, from uh, me i'll be honest i i definitely should have you're 100% right so <laughs> christy's in the car because She's secretly one of the funnier people you've ever met, even if I'm laughing at her sometimes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, are we racing across the country or are we just cruising?
1: This is a leisurely drive to visit all fifty, all 48 states in the continental U.S. and hit the, mm. you know, the, like, mm. number one thing you have to see in those states.
2: So I think then what I'll do is I'll have my dad in the car because he'll have really interesting geographical information about – every single state it's frightening and drives me insane he knows too much um, <laughs> Sounds <like> my dad. <laughs> oh my god and uh yeah and it'd be you know when we get to the evening time we'd have a couple of pints so that'd always be good so that's that's him and he gets in um and then the third person um oh, oh, oh. i need to think of someone that would really so dad would be serious chris would be funny and competitive i need someone to I think I might have to go with dun, dun, dun.
0: the third one's always the hardest one.
2: Yeah, it's it's just true. Really difficult, right? This is, this is ridiculously hard actually. And as soon as I say one person, I'm going to have to jump on a different person. So mm-hmm. oh, my God, you've got <laughs> me good. I'm debating more to go with a comedian that can just, you know, that we could just laugh at the whole time. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to be, uh, oh, God, you've done this to me. (laughs) I I hate that I can't even roll this out off the top of my tongue. Um,
1: It changes.
2: I'm going to give you an answer Mm. in the next 15 seconds.
1: All right, let me cue up some music real
2: quick. (laughs) 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 And that's 14 seconds left. Um, (laughs) I am going to have to say Arsen Wenger.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Arsene or, Wenger because he yeah. he's, he's a little bit sarcastic, he's very very intelligent, so I could sit and ask him stupid questions and probably annoy the life out of him um mm-hmm. and learn something and uh, I believe he's got a very exquisite taste for wine, so
1: Oh. Well, that's that, a good reason to Mhm. Okay. I'll That'd accept those answers. Yeah. But what's the book and and or podcast that you're listening
2: to? And or podcast, so I do. Uh, I listen to as many podcasts as possible. I'm a big true crime person, so I do. Oh, yes! probably Yeah, I love a true crime. Well, this sorry, sorry, I sound actually very sinister. I enjoy listening to <laughs> true crimes, not uh, partaking in them. Uh, so I <laughs> thank think, you
1: for clarifying. Yeah,
2: I probably should have yeah. Got get off the bat before I get fired for maybe admitting to a a bunch of crimes that never happened. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to say it would be a true crime podcast because I've got all the educational people in there. So I don't need to listen to an educational podcast. And then the book that I would listen to, um, Oh God, this I'm going to let myself down here. Uh, (laughs) The book that i would listen to i'm not going to give an educate i'll I'll stay away from educational books i'm not a big fictional reader but i'll put a fictional book in there just to um make it interesting and it would probably be catch me if you can because it was the first book it's the first book i ever read that was the first book you ever read mm-hmm. catch me if you can and I, I was so excited when it came out of the movie i was like because I'm, I'm not big into fiction i'm big into i, I like things that are real and yeah. um and educational but i feel like I've, I've surrounded myself with educational people in that car that i need to go with true, true crime just in case it's a long drive and i need to make one those three disappear um, <laughs> and then have all the alibis there and then i'm going to go with a fictional book because again we will not do educational because i'm Surrounded by them,
1: yeah. No, that makes sense. You need something to yeah. like, make it less serious at yeah. times.
2: Yeah, maybe- yeah. And we can, you know, I'll sit there and plot. <laughs> what true crime is probably the most is the most successful way to get rid of the car. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's my plot right now. I'm definitely getting in trouble. <laughs> Gosh. So that uh, disclaimer:
1: be- Christy Holly is not going to actually yes. commit any crimes that's that true. he has <laughs> mentioned on this podcast. Absolutely. Um,
2: please clear that up very quickly. I, I have so to clear that
1: up i will we'll put a disclaimer in the beginning too that um no people and or dogs were harmed in the making of this yeah. podcast
2: yeah i didn't articulate that one terribly well because and even as i think through this there's definitely a few other people i would like in there I might have been an mma fighter of some sort um because oh. i do i'm a, a big big uh combat sports fan and I'm even looking through, as I speak. Today, I'm looking through to see which podcast it might have been. Otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking a true crime. I just don't know which one.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, i many is I one. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, uh, that would be my that would be my attempt. But I, I'm sure that could change a couple of times.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, mine's changed weird. since I answered it the other day. <laughs>
2: <I> know, <laughs> Already. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I think. I think even as I, yeah. Oh my goodness, I could change that fifteen thousand times. I so
1: yeah. I was. I, we did this question with Jillian, and she was like, she she'd said something, and I made a really funny comment about who mine were, and then I was like, dang it, it's probably going to change by the time I do this again, and lo and behold, mm. it's changed. It's yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, got to. I've got to add Michelle Bezos to my car. Obviously.
2: Oh, that's awesome! Obviously, what a guy. What a girl! I can't wait to have her in, uh, uh, in
1: I'm going to ask you one more questions before we wrap up, just because we we've got these, we've gotten all the, we've gone through the expansion draft. We have the college yeah. draft coming up. We don't know who's declared for the college draft yet, so we can't really yeah. ask about that. But and I know you're excited about every player, but what are mm. you most excited to see when we finally get these? The players that have already been picked, and um, what are you most excited to see and to do once you get them together for that first preseason practice? Like, what's going to be one of the first things you do?
2: Um, one of the first things we do is is hit them with some serious hard work. Um, and I think when you take a step back, the reason I'm excited about that is because we've we've tried to be very specific about the people that we um, that we've recruited, mm-hmm. and in order to try and represent. Obviously, the city and the state correctly. We want to make sure there's an alignment in terms of the the characteristics of the people and the character and the in the culture of the organization that we're we're trying to build out in order to represent correctly. So, for me, with all that said and done, yeah, we're, that'll be one of the first things we do is we just get straight into the hard work. But I think the excitement is just being able to stand in front of them and and you know feel good about the fact that we have a bunch of some of the most talented. Female athletes in the world ready to to step on the the field and and get after it for the for the club.
1: Insert applause here. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. Great answer.
2: That's probably the. It's just it's it's such an the Amount of work that goes in, and it's it's all part of the process. But these girls, I mean, the conversations with them are absolutely just brilliant. They're they first class characters and athletes, and and win, lose or draw, I I feel strongly that. If you come to Louisville and you get something out of Louisville, you probably deserve it. And it's, because of, it's because of each of these players that uh, I feel that way.
1: That's amazing. I love yes, it. it. It is. Thank you so,
2: you so much. It sounds like oh, no, – you kidding me? Thank you. Um, it sounds <laughs> like we got a Michelle Betos fan. Have we got anybody else in here? That uh, What other players are we excited about? Or are we curious about? What else?
1: Oh, I mean, Savannah McCaskill. I uh, – love her. I think I think she's one of the most underrated players in mm-hmm. the NWSL, and I'm so mm-hmm. excited to see what she brings and what she does. Um, mm-hmm. Brianna also knows the other one I'm going to say, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we she, she knows her. who I'm going to say, which is CeCe Kaiser, because yeah. she's an Ole Miss girl. Hottie yeah. toddy. Flim, flam, yeah, no. bim, bam. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that, just because I got to see her play a few games when she was at Ole Miss. So I've watched her Mm-hmm. for yeah. a while now um and so like i, I couldn't be more excited to get yeah. um an almost rebel play oh
2: I, we love cc we love sav we love we love them all um, oh well yeah I, I think cc's been i think what you said is exactly spot on sav's very underrated um and you know the conversations i've had with her and the experiences i've had with her in the past are, are brilliant and mm-hmm. you know I, I really think that she can have such a a tremendous career in front of her and make a big impact with the within the club and the city and and the same with Cece. I actually think that she's just overlooked. Um,
1: absolutely, well, she's a
2: quiet, lovely girl, and I think she's overlooked. And we're we're really going to try and give her the platform to, to
1: absolutely. Show well, when you go on for when you're like the first the person that goes on when Christy Mewis can't play, you're obviously a very talented player. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And and that's kind of like people that hadn't heard about her when I was talking about her um, pre draft and during the draft and right after mm-hmm. the draft. Like that was my big thing. It was like she's so good and she just hasn't had the opportunity to yeah. to shine yet. And I'm I'm so excited that racing is uh, has her.
2: Oh, for um, sure, she's fantastic. And what about you? What who's your your favorites?
0: I'm really looking forward to Yuki oh,
2: Nagasato. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, I think she just seems really badass. <laughs> yeah. um, the fact that you know she's playing with the men's team over in Japan, yeah, sure. um, she just, just seems like a a really uh, really tough player, and I I really like that. And I like that she plays drums. I think that's really cool. Oh,
2: yeah. I love it! She's I so she's talented. Fantastic. She's she's so special. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. What what an amazing player to be able to bring in. So, yeah, we're very fortunate we we were able to uh, get access to her. It's can't wait to see her on the field and just what she does and 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 how she engages people is so exciting. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see her play.
2: I'm I'm just thinking that that's amazing. (laughs) And the rest
0: of them. I'm just excited in general.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's endless, it's is endless, isn't it? Like
1: the countdown, once we have an actual date of the first game at Lynn Family Stadium,
2: yeah. regardless
1: of if people can be in the inside the stadium, you can bet that there will be plenty of fans outside, socially distanced, mm-hmm. with their masks on, cheering on the ladies. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna be exciting.
2: And they'll be so psyched to be there. I mean, the conversations we've had and the excitement is—if um, we could be there tomorrow, we would be there. So it's—it's going to be—it's going to be amazing. I, I think it's just going to be such a powerful thing for the entire city, rather than just the the players and rather than just the fans. It's, I think it's—it's going to be such a powerful vehicle within the city and bring so many people together.
1: Absolutely.
2: That's awesome. Thank you so
0: much, Christy. Um, I really appreciate that you took the time out to to talk to us and um, let us get to know you a little bit. It's nice uh, having um, that access to be able to really get to know, you know, the
1: managers. uh, Especially when you're home with your family. Thank you. And tell them thank you from us for like...
2: uh, no, thank you guys for the support and the opportunity just to get on and chat with you guys and, uh, and, and really appreciate everything that you guys have done so far and will continue to do so thank you.
1: Absolutely Everybody have
0: a great evening um, and thanks